Welcome to another episode of Splitting Hairs with Max and Nikki. I'm Max. And I'm Nikki. And together we're Max Max and Nikki. Nikki. Today's episode is about the restaurant industry and all of our grievances and problems dealing with being a member of the restaurant industry. Max and I have in the past worked in the industry, in the restaurant industry for years, and um, we just wanted to talk about the problems that we had dealing with customers and managers and all the sort of ins and outs of the restaurant industry. And, and yeah, uh, just, um, uh, yeah, anyway, yeah, go, yeah. I'll let you take it away first, Nikki. Well, um, I did write down a few things that I wanted to talk about. So, um, you well, know, I'll just start off first because I mean, take, well, okay. I mean, okay, I got go my ahead, notes. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, so, I mean, the first obvious thing, um, is tipping. Um, but this should be an obvious thing for everybody, you know, tip your waiters 20% or above, no matter what. It's just, it's the new standard. Servers, servers really especially standard. in America, they make their living off of tips. They don't make their living off their wages because in most cities, the wages for wait, wait staff, bar and wait staff is very, very low. And so, and in any city, it's at, it's at most minimum wage. Exactly. It's at most minimum wage. And so you, so you can't them. possibly make money off of that. Although I should say in San Francisco, I mean, the minimum and wage is quite good. Yeah, but, you know, cities or your job will assume that you've made a certain amount in tips and they will tax your tips uh, based on a percentage. No, uh, that's not true. I mean... Not all the time. Sometimes they'll actually just take into account the actual amount of tips that you receive. That's true. That's true. That's true. But the point is, tip your waiters. Even if you had a bad experience with the waiters, I'll tell you one time, my sister and I, we ate at a restaurant. The server was mean to us. Um, She didn't give us good service. But And the normal reaction would be to tip that server less than 20%. But my sister and I actually tipped her 25%. Because we wanted to show her that, hey, even though you treated us poorly, we're going to make you feel bad for it by tipping you well. You know? Yes, now, but I don't know. That's just assuming. <laughs> I mean, the problem with that is assuming that that waiter or waitress understood, understood what you were doing. But and, and here's the thing. But with that said, I will say, unless the server is absolutely horrific to you, you know, Never tip anything under 15%, but if they're genuinely pretty, if they're well-intentioned, tip them 20% or above. If they're well-intentioned, yeah, tip them 20%. If they made a mistake and they're apologetic about it, or even if they're not and they didn't notice, uh, people are human, you know? They're not, you know, infallible. Servers are human, you know? Bartenders are human. You don't... It, Jobs, you know, you make mistakes at jobs all the time. Right, you know? and I know, like, especially when you get to fine dining, it's, you know, you really... I understand people pay for a certain kind of service, and I understand oh, And that. I want to I get we'll to get that. We'll get into in that, but just I just want to just mention my point. I, I understand that you're paying for a, a certain type of service, and that's you're paying a lot for it, but you have to understand... 
people pay tickets to go see concerts for hundreds, thousands of dollars, and the person performing is bound. I mean, if they make a mistake, people don't care that much. They know that they're human. And that same goes for a you know somebody that's at at a job. You may and not also, know. if anything, this is a job that is you know they're not making that much money on you know. So you know, although as, if you're in the fine dining, I suppose you can make quite a bit of money. But in any event, I, people are human, you know. And anybody makes mistakes, even your favorite musicians. Um, you just may not notice it, but they noticed. Um, but I know, guess that's, that's what I just said. Oh, okay, never mind. But yeah, people are human. People make mistakes. You don't know what the circumstances are for that person. And who at, knows? at any given moment, they might be totally slammed. Maybe the you know another colleague didn't come into work for some reason or another, and they just were left you know in the weeds, as they say. And you know they might be totally busy. They might not have every minute of every point in in your stay in the restaurant to pay attention to you. You have to understand that things like that happen and uh, just, uh, you know, treat, you know, I know a server is supposed to treat you well and they are, they're usually going to do their best to do that. So you should give them the same amount of respect and treat them well. Right. And it's, um, you know, I remember one time I made a mistake that just snowballed into more mistakes. And sometimes it just, as humans are, you know, it's like that affects you, if, you know, if, uh, especially if you know that person's sort of important and like it sort of affects you in a bad way. I mean, it, you're trying so hard to be like such a good server that it actually, uh, it, it makes you be a little too doting and you start to actually mess up in your service, you, what, you, what you normally would do. And you, you want a server normally to be relaxed and that, that, you know, makes them a good server. But when you try when you as the customer are constantly judging them on everything they're doing, that's just going to make them do worse, and you know? That, that's that, just going to make them do worse. That kind of, you know, uh, now I can piggyback on to what my next bullet point was. Piggy, oh, or okay. I don't know if I'm using that correctly. But piggyback off onto. Pig, uh, piggyback off onto. I still don't think I'm using that expression correctly. Um, what piggyback off? Well, whatever, anyway. Well, I'm just, that leads us into the next bullet point, which is treatment of servers. You know, I think in addition to, you know, this whole tipping situation, you don't, you want to treat your server like a human, not just tip them well, but treat them like a human. You know, in the past, I've worked in places where while I'm talking to one customer, somebody's yanking on my arm, trying to get my attention. And I'm, it's so rude. It's like, I can't like, be talking would you do to that. And would you do that in a normal conversation? Like if somebody was having a conversation with somebody in real life, would you yank their arm? Cause you want their, you want their attention. That's so that's, selfish. That's of you. like a child. It's like a child trying to get their mother's attention while they're, she's talking to somebody else. You know that when you treat somebody like that, you're acting like a child. And plus don't do that with a stranger. You don't, don't invade their space too. don't grab their arm. You know, that's just, just playing out. That's just, you know, that's rude, you know? And um, more often than not, servers are the messengers. And say your dinner didn't, wasn't prepared to your liking. It wasn't the server's fault. And you shouldn't yell at the server for, for the mistake. Because more often than not, it is not the server's fault. And 
you know, just take that into consideration. Don't kill the messenger, as they say. And, you know, sometimes people are also, I personally think that at, at, at people, you know, I feel like it should be a requirement or something somehow. I know this almost sounds like, a, it kind of sounds like a socialist kind of thing, which wouldn't be a bad thing necessarily, but um, I feel like at some point in everybody's life, they should take upon some sort of customer service job or something. No matter like. what their background was, no matter what their upbringing was like, whether they were rich or poor. Just like, so they can gain some sense of empathy for others. Working in that industry. Working in that industry, but also just makes you a better person, makes you treat others with more respect, you know, just in your everyday life, you know, and you understand how others, you understand how others don't have it as good as you and they're trying their best, you know, and it makes you understand like, you know, somebody, a server might be having a bad day too. You never know what's going on in their lives and they may be trying their best to just put on a good face for you, you know, and Serving is monotonous sometimes too. You get into a whole routine of serving. Another one of my bullet points. That's monotony. another bullet points is you know, sometimes a server might have misheard something you said because they're doing the same thing over and over again. And it just they they might have said something to you that even though you may have already answered it to them, they just in their practice, like they just they they said that again. And it's like don't don't judge him for that. I mean, it might have just been like, wow, I've been on my shift for five hours now, on my feet for five hours, and, you know, you didn't... It just happens. We're human. We're all human, you know? Yeah, and I mean, and I guess that leads us into the next bullet point, which is the monotony of being a server. And, you know, what makes... Or monotony of not just being a server, but being a hospitality worker... Um, you know, something that can get really irritating is you having to put on a smile for every customer that comes in, no matter what, even if you're having a bad day and the routine of that can get irritating and, you know, you end up making the same jokes to multiple tables and they'll end up saying the same jokes to you all the time. You'll hear uh, similar jokes from different people and they think that the first ones to make the joke right like and it's so if their if their plate is completely empty after if they got a good if they ate a good meal and they they licked it dry and they'll say i hated it you know that's like a common thing that and customers you know, will say i, I, I you will know. say you know i don't mind that so much it's it's fine it you have to understand. At least though, they're if, positive. If, you know? if you have to understand, though, if if that hospitality worker doesn't laugh, you know, really hard at that joke, you have to think, oh, maybe they've heard these jokes before, you know. But you know, by all means, make the joke. You know, at least you're being conversational with with the person. And right. That, that's and a good thing. Least, that's a good. Sometimes, yeah. I mean, servers do. Thing. You know, sometimes they'll hear the same jokes over and over again, but I think it's better at the very least that you're at least helping trying to brighten up their day and the server. So you know what? I, I take take it back. Go ahead and make that Go joke. Go ahead and make Even that joke. Even if it's a cheesy joke. Even Go if ahead. it's a cheesy joke. And also, you know, uh, I, I do appreciate a customer that that wants to talk to their server. I suppose that's kind of like, it makes it more interesting for the server, you know? Um, uh, but at the same time, like... I should say, though, another thing about it is 
don't take up their time, you know, because if they're slammed, you know, we don't be so conversation, be wary of, of what they have to deal with actually, you know, don't take so much time ordering or make the decision before they get to the, the table, you know, and if they, if they get to the table and you haven't made your decision, say, oh, we need a few more minutes because they got a lot of other stuff to do. Especially know? if you're a customer who's not ordering. I, I, I realize that other, every customer should be treated the same way. And I really wholeheartedly believe that. But you should know that if you are somebody like myself who would only order a water um, to drink and, and uh, maybe a burger at a restaurant or something like that, you got to understand that that server's tips, most of it is not coming from you. And so you got to understand like, you're not, you might not be their biggest priority. I mean, you know, I, I, I don't agree with here, this here's, statement. Oh, yeah, maybe I think right. everyone should be treated yeah, but no, like a patron. You know, I, I agree, taking... I agree, but look, um, I once had this couple come in and uh, all they ordered was water. One, one of them ordered sparkling water and we were charging for sparkling water and they were taking up time and space in a restaurant, a nice restaurant. And um, while I was very cordial with them, I think it's important for a customer to understand like, uh, you know, while the atmosphere is nice, somebody doesn't want to spend all their time doting over a customer that's only going to order water. I, of course not. But you, you just mentioned that you ordered a burger. That's a straight up meal right there. You know, I, that's true. But I, I mean, I, that's what you're going to the restaurant for is their sure. particularly their burger. If somebody's going to a restaurant for sparkling water, then that's clearly they could have gone anywhere well, else. That's the know? point is like, why not just go to a coffee shop or something like right, that? I know, but you went to get a burger there. No, that's, that's true. That's, that's true. Yeah. That's true. But I'm just saying just because you like the atmosphere of some place doesn't mean you should go there and sit only at the, sit at the bar. Sit, sit at the bar, you know. Sit at the bar. Sit at the bar. Don't take up. Although the, sometimes the bar's filled up, and sometimes you're taking up sure. good space. You know, that's like, I mean, come on. You know, you're just getting a sparkling water. I mean, I don't know. It depends on who you're getting it with. If if you're a couple getting just a sparkling water, I mean, come on. Let's just get real here. You know. Anyway, I mean, I guess that leads us into the next thing, which is, you know, Max and I don't drink. And, um, you know, in fact, I personally only drink water. That's not completely always true. I mean, for the most, once in a while, I'll have a root beer. Um, if I'm really tired, I'll have a Coca-Cola. Um, but in general, I drink only water. And this is something that kind of bothers me about the restaurant industry in general is that a lot of people who work in that industry, they drink a lot and it's, they celebrate that sort of alcoholism and I don't like it. Um, we're going to have another episode in the future about, you know, alcohol and, and, and alcohol in the media. But um, to me, it's sort of uh, exclusionary in a way because they'll celebrate it so much that that's all they'll do on their free time. They'll go out and, and drink and like, who are they excluding? What are you talking about? From they're excluding me, you know. No, they're not. You can. They're not I, saying I, you can't enjoy. I, I can them. go, but you go. With, I go with them. It, you know. It. It's. It makes it harder for me to relate to those people because that's all they do for fun. You know. No, I. Here's the thing. 
I, here's the problem I have with it is you just made all this money working hard and now you're going to spend it on alcohol yourself. And it's like, I guess I kind of understand it's like you're, you're helping the flow of money through the economy, which is kind of good in a way. But I mean, here's the problem I have with it is you're kind of drowning your, it's not a good way to deal with your, the stress of, cause there is a lot of stress in dealing in the rest with in working in the restaurant industry. Actually, uh, I think a study showed that um, the amount of stress a server experiences on your average day is equivalent to the stress that a brain surgeon experiences, right? Which shouldn't be a thing. Which shouldn't, and that's be true. that's that's a big problem I have with the industry is that if that's the case, then we're placing way too much stress upon servers. You yeah. know, we've created this. Expectation. This expectation, this construct, it's this weird deal we've created, this weird contract that basically the server has to be completely immaculate and has to do exactly everything that, uh, you know, it's just this weird thing, this but weird the, thing that we created. A server did not go to school for six years to become a server a brain surgeon did, you know? Right, and plus a brain surgeon is getting paid a ton more money, too. To be so, perfect, to so be immaculate. Be, right, you know, so be, be, be lenient with your server, and so, you know? But here, here's the problem with, you know, so they, there's a stress level, and I think it's a problem that, you know, restaurant industry folk, they spend all their time drowning out that stress with drinking, and... I think that's a problem. If you ever feel like you need a drink, and I'll talk about this in another episode, but if you ever feel like that, maybe you should seek counsel. It's not normal to be spending all your time drinking and not having fun in any other ways. Um, and they, restaurant industry people really celebrate drinking a lot. And it, you know, here's here's a way that it excludes somebody like me from the picture. Um, somebody. One of my former bosses had said that, you know, she didn't think she could get along or didn't like anybody who didn't drink. And I think that's a terrible thing to say. How could you say something like that? Right. What if somebody was an alcoholic, you know? I mean, basically you're saying to them, um, if you think, I mean, this is just going on to what we could talk about in another episode, but... Basically, you're saying to somebody who's an alcoholic that you'll never be able to have, if you think that alcohol is the only way to have fun, you're saying to them, you'll never be able to have fun again. It's, it's showing them or as much fun. It's also showing people how close-minded you are to the idea of being able to relate to somebody who doesn't drink. You know, There's right. all types of people in the world. You, right. you shouldn't right. discriminate uh, based on certain somebody's I know, and that's like something that. that's so insignificant. That, and that's the problem I have with it is there's so much significance placed on something that ultimately, if you were truly relaxed about it and didn't care and let your inhibitions go and, and you were a relaxed person due to you drinking alcohol, then you shouldn't care whether or not somebody should drink, actually. Mm -hmm. But anyway, that's just another episode. That's another episode. I kinda, here's the thing. I understand people like... Here's the thing. People do want to let go and just want to escape themselves in a way. You know what, though? But hold on. Let me finish. Let me finish. Okay. Here's the thing. I think, though, 
being done with your job at the end of the day is relieving. That's already relieving the stress. Like you've already dealt, dealt with the Go stress. Go home, watch a, a movie or TV show. Or, or you know, here's the thing. I don't out. mind if you want to. Here's the thing. If you want to drink, get get a drink at a bar because you want to continue conversing with your friends. You know, I understand that too. And maybe you, you know, a bar is probably one of the only things that are open at that late time. You know. And sometimes people generally, they like the taste of alcohol. They like a taste of a beer. They want that. It, it's refreshing to them maybe or something. We will talk more about we this. We can in talk about episode. that, but I know we're talking about the restaurant Because I do, I do because, have like some problems with what but, you just said, Max. But Okay, fair enough. I'm just trying to be plays devil at, devil's advocate here. You know, I mean, you have to give some understanding. You know, can't just be, it's not black and white. Here, sure, you know? no, I know it's not. Um Here's the thing, I, you know, but that I would, is, that is the way a lot of people think is in black and white. They don't, they can't see in, in sure, the I gray, understand, but like I problem, would go you know? with friends after work, you know, to the bar as well. And they very well knew that I didn't drink and they were full, cool with that, you know, sure. and I'm able to converse with them. And, and for me, what's relieving of the stress is actually, uh, is the stimulating conversations that we have actually. And I think, I mean, on, on a personal level, by not drinking, actually, I'm still able to keep those mental faculties and, and, and stimulate my brain in that way and engage with those people to my full capacity. And that, that's enjoyable to me. That relieves right. my stress. But I'll tell you but this, But to be though, honest, just being done with the work being day. Done actually, with work being, being done with the work day is actually the relief from the stress, actually. So I don't... Getting the drink is actually not relieving the stress. I would also is just I would being argue done is for somebody the like stress, me you know? going into bar uh, going into a bar after I'm done with a job, uh, if I, uh, a serving job or something like that. That's more stressful. I think bars are kind of stressful to be in. Usually, a lot of times they're really loud and no. Sometimes I, sometimes they're, they're quiet. Sometimes they're quiet though, I, and those actually, are fine. You know. Yeah. In general, and I know this is a personal preference, this is not a problem with anybody else, but I don't like bars. I don't like going into bars in general. Maybe once in a while, if it's like a classic sort of Art Nouveau kind of bar, some, okay, whatever. I don't know. If it's kind of decorated nicely, I think maybe it's cool to go into. But in general, I don't like bars. And um, a lot of times they're sticky and they're just gross and you don't know where to sit. And a lot of time, you know, sometimes they're crowded and you can't talk yeah, over I know that's sometime, other people. That's and sometimes, but sometimes you can find a nice quiet spot and just, you're able to talk with your friends. You I, know. I'd much rather go to somebody's house and, and hang out I, with them hey, there. I, you know? I completely agree with you, completely. And then, actually, in fact, after work often, we would hang out just at the restaurant actually and talk. And that was very fun for sure, me. Sure, that's fine. That's why, the same thing. Why, you don't, know? Why, why go somewhere else and spend your money, you know? Well, that's, okay, here, that is the main big problem I have uh, is that a lot of service industry people will complain. I know it's, I'm, not, I'm stereotyping here. I mean, not a lot, but a lot of them I knew would complain about, you know, not, not, having, enough not having enough money and they're like, this is, and I'm living off of a server's, you know, my tips here, which can and can't be good, which is why people should tip well, you know. But here's the thing. People in the industry are just going to go, they spend it on alcohol. And alcohol is expensive. Yeah. It's expensive. So it's like, if you're spending alcohol, if you're spending your money, good hard-earned money, and you're having troubles with your money, and you're spending it on alcohol... Then I gotta say you don't really have cut a right. Cut out the alcohol. Cut out know? the alcohol. You don't really have. You, really, you don't have a right. You don't to have a right to complain about, about your problems. 
your and, your your financial problems. Right, and you just have to just cut it out. And if you can't cut it out, then then, then, then you, you have, have another problem. problem. Then, then you, you have, have a problem. A, yeah. an addiction problem. Um, uh, yeah. Well, anyway, that this. This a is, lot of this is for another conversation. Sure, 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 sure. Um, so and I do want to say that there is, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a lot of it's for another are, conversation. And there's a lot of fine and, lines. And there's, and, a, there's a lot of fine lines and thin lines, and I, I can I can understand why some some people want to have maybe do want to have a drink to relax and, and ease the tension, just because sometimes people have anxiety about being in conversation. But that's just, an, I'm sorry, I'm getting no, off topic. I know, but that's another conversation for another episode because, another I, episode. again, I don't agree with what you just said. But I, let's just talk about it in another episode. We'll talk about another episode. Um, so another one of my bullet points is talking about just the whole form, and we touched on this a little bit, is the whole formality that goes into being a hospitality worker it's there's this expectation for a server to be perfect and you know what's the point why would you want to place that expectation on somebody else um why do things have to be so formal even at a fine dining restaurant you're going somewhere for the service but i truly can't wrap my brain around why somebody would want to eat in such a formal um, under such formal circumstances, um, me, when I'm eating, I like to relax. Eating is one of the most relaxing things that you can do. You know, sure, there's something to be said about good manners, but, you know, when there's stress from the server, it creates stress for you. I know, but you ideally in a formal setting, you wouldn't notice the server, actually. I mean, Okay, but... Here's the thing, or at least not in a formal setting. I would be like, "Look, man, with a server, I would want that server to relax. It would help me relax. Actually, it would help me enjoy." Well, I know, but I, you didn't you not just hear what I just. I said? know you would not notice the server, but you would notice them greeting you and talking about the food and stuff. I know, but they could seem relaxed, you know, and it'd be formal, you know, sure. just like a butler, you know. I mean, he seems uh, a, a, a butler. Relaxed, I guess. I mean, a butler. It. it I just think. No, because a, for, a fine dining place, a, a server at a fine dining place is going to be markedly different from a server at, you know, your run of the mill. Markedly. I just said that. Market, right. Um, you know, different from, a, you know, a server at a, some sort of diner, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, the service is going to be different. And I'm not, and I just think if you're going out to eat, why not keep it casual? Why does it got to be, why do things got to be formal? It's not, for me, it's not fun. Maybe it's fun for other people, but for me, it's it's not fun to be in such an uptight situation. I, I would like it to be relaxed and casual, True. you know? I mean, but here's the thing. Okay. Um, uh, well, I mean. The food is the, there's the most important part the, about one it. One of the restaurant groups that I worked for in the past, uh, their main restaurant, uh, uh, it was uh, what was cool about that place was it is actually a very popular place and their standard for food was very high. But the the waiters and the staff uh, they weren't like super formal, you know, and, and uptight. They were actually relaxing to be around, though, you know. Yeah, exactly. And so I thought that was a good, uh, and which is why I don't know if I would consider them fine dining, fine dining, but they definitely had a standard as far as. 
um, as far as food goes. So what's to be, the point of fine dining? I just don't get it. You know, no, I guess no. I guess it's just part of it. Is, it's more tradition. If I guess fine else. dining is just maybe like an experience to have, like just to be like, oh my god, that was an interesting experience. You exactly, know I mean? but it, it's not necessarily relaxing. It's not and necessarily the best for uh, personally. It's not my favorite place to be at. You know. Yeah, and it's you know, it's sort of a kitschy kind of thing in a way. It, it, at least it's become that way. I feel that a fine dining place has become a ki- kitschy kind of thing. I heard this one guy before, he worked in this place where if you dropped a plate or a glass on accident, and that happens with everybody, if you dropped a, a glass and it broke, you were fired. And what kind of, you know, nobody wants to deal with that kind of stress. A customer, you know, being a customer, I don't want to see somebody go through that kind of stress, you know? Um, it's just not healthy. And that kind of goes in line with just the whole idea of wine service, proper wine service. I don't get this thing. It's, it's purely for tradition. And, you know, somebody having to present a bottle of wine at a table and pouring the wine for customers, how, who cares about that, you know? I mean, like, you know, why, if you just put, set the wine bottle at the table, like, people are more than happy to pour it themselves for the most part, you know? I mean, yeah, but at the same time, it's nice to be served. But I, if I were to drink, if if I drank and I drank wine, I would, you know, I wouldn't want to take the chance of somebody pouring in my glass. It might accidentally spill it's on me. It's true. Sometimes it's a little bit of a difficult situation. It makes me stressed. Sometimes, out. I mean, the restaurant I worked at last, they. they sometimes it was difficult to get in a certain position to pour the wine, and you see, you have to. It, it, it just might, it might, yeah, you're right, Nikki. It was just, a, it was more difficult to pour I, the wine I don't than want for them somebody to take else. The, to, I don't want the server to take a chance. Right. Uh, of, take the chance of not spilling on me. I'd rather just us at the people, the patrons at the table do it ourselves, sure, you know? Right. It's and, just, it's more and part relaxing of, for everybody. Right, and know? part of the formality also is like, if you see their wine glass empty or near empty you refill their glass but it's like that's then that's also goes along with wanting to sell more more drinks you know sure, I mean, but so the formality i'm saying is that you should refill it or you should ask them like i guess you say would you like more and then refill it for them but it's like who cares if, who cares know? like if, if they want more they want they'll more then they'll pour more. more but then that's like extra stress on the waiter to think like oh uh you know, sometimes you're like you always have the waiter stress- always has to be looking out to make sure that their wine glasses are. But it's not full, just that; know? it's also like, what if they're in conversation with someone, but you're like trying to maintain that formality of wanting to make sure that their glass is full, and it's like I don't want to interrupt their conversation. It's, it's just a terrible a situation. situation to be in. Yeah, it's stressful for all parties, and um, you know, let's just do away with that. You right. know, that tradition. You know, it's it's. It's very dated, and there's no need for it. I don't think. I mean, I don't in, think. In this, I understand. Opinion, here's the thing: I understand presenting the bottle of wine to somebody because they do need to see that that's the bottle. Sure, but you know, even opening a bottle of wine at a table and having to do it in midair without the support of a table, you know, it's. I guess it's easy for some people, but the fact that there's a chance of something falling on the floor, you know, it's... No, I understand opening at the table because... No, no, but the idea is Why can't it be opened on the table as opposed to 
it, you know, it has to be open in midair, you know, you oh, can't be touching. Well, yeah, I see. Why can't well, you use some support? Who cares? I, it's it's, true. Like, it's like the same thing about like bringing a tray of drinks to a table and not being able to set it down. I mean, I, I guess I get it because the tray might be dirty, but it's like, you know, if it's easier to carry drinks in your hands to a table, why can't you just do that? Why do you have, why does it have to be, why does there have to be the added stress level, stress factor of having to carry it on a tray, balancing drinks on a tray? Well, I mean, sometimes the tray is better because there's more than two drinks, you know? Sure, but, you know, you know, the last time I worked as a server, you couldn't, you weren't allowed, even if you only had two drinks, you had to bring it on a tray, you know? It's like, it's easier for me to grip it in my hands than balancing it, it on a tray, true, you know? If it was two, yes. I know, but, uh, and the, yeah, but that's what I'm trying to say is like, you do whatever's easier. Why, oh, why does, totally, I understand. Why? Sometimes like I'll, uh, you know, I, I'll have, uh, I'll, I will have brought a, like a beer that I, you have to pour the beer in a bottle and then you pour it in a glass and you have to pour that in a certain way so that you don't create too much of a head. And, but you have to bring that on a tray, right? Why are you shaking your head? No, I'm just agreeing with you. Oh, I just yeah. don't like it. And so I had my own way that my, my boss had taught me, which was using my thumb and my, my fingers and anyway, to hold the tray and the gla- the bottom of the glass at the same time, the base of the glass. And then you kind of tilt that. And people were very impressed when I was able to do it well. And I did that well, I thought. But it's Which still is kind stressful. Of cool, but it's, but it's stressful. stressful. It's a little stressful it's because if I didn't stress. have the tray, it would be so much easier to just hold the glass at an angle and then pour it. Who cares about impressing somebody with that anyway? It's like... Well, I mean, people... It's better for tips. I it's guess better it's better for, better for people but, are impressed but why would, by the littlest things. But why do people, why would you even care about that? Like, honestly, because unless pe- somebody's doing a magic trick for you. I because, mean, you know, frankly, I hate to be ageist here, but old people, um, they, they don't know the standard tipping nowadays. And so if you can impress them with something like that, then they're more inclined to tip okay, you better. Okay, but you know? one time Max actually sang at a table and the people were impressed by that. And I feel like that's a cooler thing to be impressed by. Not oh, that how was, well you can pour yeah, a beer but that, into okay, a glass. That was a different whole situation altogether. That was like the last people of the night that was... I had worked at a restaurant that was in a jazz center and those people had been the producers of the show. Anyway, that was a whole different situation, but... Anyway, the point is all uh, this formality. Hold on, that I just do, I do oh, want to say uh, there, another formal thing. By the way, is the drinks have to be at the table before any food gets to the table. Oh, sometimes the bartender is slammed and they can't make the drinks. I know, beforehand. I know, I it's understand. Such a stupid idea. As long as they have water, it should be fine. You know, right? But even still, like sometimes there's if sometimes there like at our restaurant, our last restaurant, we had. Uh, these chips that were already made beforehand, and it's like those are gonna get Just out take before a, you, you know, know a minute to come out. You know, minutes to come out, and if it's like, you know, I guess I understand water being at the table. That's like kind of the first thing that should be there, I suppose. I kind of kind of understand that, but at the same time, it's like if the chips get there beforehand, who cares too? You know, the water will get out there fairly soon after, usually. But if there were cocktails, then they need to be ready. It's like. 
you know, and now if you're waiting too long, you know, that's another situation. But if it comes out just soon after, who cares, you know? Yeah, like, it's no big dick, no big whoop, you know? Anyway, the point is just, you know, all this formality, it's too stressful to deal with. It's not relaxing. When you go to a restaurant, you want to be relaxed. You want to eat, you know, enjoy. You want to enjoy yourself. And so... Now, here's with that said, sometimes people do like their cocktails before they eat. In which case, don't order the food yet then, you know, order your cocktail and then... Sure, but anyway, that's besides the point, you know? I'm just saying, Just all this formality, I don't get it. I don't like it. I know, actually, by the way, the restaurant I was working in, by the way, as I said, it was in a jazz center and people often had to get to a show. And so if they wanted their meal expedited a little bit, you know, faster... You know, if, if, if they wanted things more efficient, then they really shouldn't care about the formality because then it would take longer because the drinks okay. take longer. Okay. Anyway, that's just uh, my, my two cents. So, anyway, so, I mean, so anything else, Nikki? Yeah, honest? there's one more thing that grinds my gears, and that's chefs. Now, I'm not saying all chefs are like this, but often the head chef of a restaurant can be a real big jerk. And, um, <laughs> and um, you know, I don't like it. You know, they say, if you can't handle the heat, get out of the kitchen. Well, I say that to most chefs in restaurants. Not all of them are like this, but a lot of them are. They seem to be stressed out all the time in there. And they, and they can't handle, can't the, handle heat. the heat. They, they tell you, if you can't deal with me yelling at you, then get out of the kitchen. But no, if you can't deal with the stress, and if you can't talk to somebody in a calm and collected manner, then you get out of the kitchen, quit your job, because you can't clearly handle the stress. Right, know? and that's not to say that those cooks and chefs don't handle a lot of stress. I mean, it's very stressful back there. It really is. I totally understand it. But, you know, I had a friend. This is what, why you have to truly enjoy what you do. Yeah, you have to truly enjoy to, what you're doing. Do, I had a friend. To be a chef. Yeah, yeah I had a friend, uh, or I have a friend oh. who's, What? Sorry, I just realized what time it was. Anyway, go on. Oh, I have a friend that is a cook and chef. And uh, anyway, he he's the most zen about cooking. I mean, he's so nice too. And he um, he would never yell or get stressed out about anything. And I was like, he's the prime example of what he... Because he truly enjoys the zen of cooking. He just... That's what he told me. I was like, how come... He knows he knows that chefs Even can be jerks busy. sometimes, and he's like, you know, if it's busy, you just you got to get in your zone, get in your That's, zone, get in your zone, enjoy. Yeah, the and business, it's like I know, you know? people. You I, want it to be busy yeah, as a know, chef. You want it to be busy. I know waiters are telling me certain things need to come out, but it's like I'm going to do the best I can possibly do and help them out. But like, I'm not going to compromise the meal. And when it comes out, the it'll quality come out. of the meal. Yeah. And. Uh, so I'm just, and he just knows the Zen of it, you know, and that's he, and the zone of it, he gets into it and he's the nicest guy. And, and I just don't know why, if he can be like that, then why, why can't, can't everyone be like, be like that? that? Yeah. And it, so the point is, if you're a chef, you know, and he was good. He was, by the way, he was a good, if you're good a chef cook. and you're a jerk, then maybe you shouldn't be a chef, you know, or you better change, you know, your attitude because, People are not going to like you. You want your wait staff to like you. You want because if your wait staff likes you, they'll want to do right by you. They'll want to sell your your product better. You and they'll 
enjoy the food you make more, you know? Now, I understand also, it's like sometimes things can get stressful. People are human and sometimes you might snap at somebody. And, but if you're like that more often than not, then there's a problem. Right. If you're like that more often than not, then that's a little bit of a problem. I, as I said before, you should seek counsel. Um, <laughs> I guess. Anyway, you don't need to seek counsel necessarily. There's one more thing, and, and this is just a little thing. And, you know, I get it, but it, it's kind of an, an annoying thing, and it's indecisive customers. You know, if, if, you, if a server comes up to a table and, you know, you as a customer are not ready to order by the time that the server gets to you, just tell them, you know what? Give me a few minutes I'll, and come back. Never keep the server there and say. I said that beforehand. Oh, did you say that? I mentioned that. You yeah. said no. I don't think you did. I right. You I, said you said you know don't have them stand there doing nothing, waiting for you to decide on uh, uh, your order. Did Wait, you say that already? Yeah. Oh, okay. Then I wasn't listening. I guess. I mean, well, basically to reiterate what Nick. I mean, he just said it right there. Yeah. You know, they, they're busy. They got a lot of stuff to do. You oh, know? oh so I guess you did say it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, gosh, I'm just, maybe I'm just so passionate that I well, want to read. Well, no, he also, Nikki has these, these notes that he wrote down in his phone. And uh, <laughs> like me in a previous episode, you know, he has to get to all of them. Even Although though Max covered typed them. up all the notes, you know, his notes he had typed up and word for word in the previous episode. Well, I didn't, not word for word. Some of it. Some of it was, maybe. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, the point is the, the restaurant industry, is, it's stressful it, and, you know, it, and it shouldn't be. It's food. I guess it yeah. should be enjoyable. The restaurant industry is yeah, it's unnecessarily stressful. It's unnecessarily stressful and there's too much expectations placed on it. On I, the people working in the restaurant. The people working in it and, and it makes them stressed out and maybe do things that are unhealthy for them as well. And the it's final word unhealthy is unhealthy for everybody. Just re relax. Just yeah, I don't know. You don't need to say it like that, but um, I think hey, relax. Okay, he's trying to be like uh, Rocky Balboa, um, you know. And he says to Adrian, "Hey, relax." Anyway, um, the point is, relax. It's food. Enjoy yourself. Food is one of the best things that you could have, and that's. Personally, one of my favorite things to do in the world is to go to restaurants with one friends of my favorite things to, and I enjoy a meal and good conversation. Besides laughing and listening to music, I think my favorite thing to do in life is eating. And I want to be relaxed when I do that. Yes, that's true. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you for listening to another edition of Splitting Hairs with Max and Nikki. Please tune in next time.